I wasn't going to do this, but this email is the, the uh, final straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, it's from a, a recent subscriber. Uh, and uh, as I hope you all know, uh, new subscribers are getting a, a, a copy, an e-book e of, of my book, Those Who Arouse the Leviathan. Uh, and uh, he wrote, and he says, It may be none of my business, but why is your book scrubbed from Substack and your website? Phil sent me a copy. I finished reading it and was going to post about it, but it's gone. And he's F-W-I-W, whatever that means. It was a good, yet a hard read. The way you explained everything, using your life as the example, was helpful in understanding the esoteric knowledge put forward. Well, I'm not using my life as an example. My <laughs> to see the problem here is, and like, well, a lot of you, maybe a hundred of you who've been there with me from the start, and you know what time it is, uh, um, the problem here is that I am the Montauk Projects, uh, and uh, the, the, they don't want what I have to say getting out. It's pretty much contained. Now, I, I see that Rollo wants to get into the act, too. He, uh, he, he actually he has his own broadcast. And uh, he uh, he had one. His his one today is etheric body with Tom Montauk, mad Russian scientist and their machines, Moosh farmers, Blavatsky and Steiner. They didn't actually uh, listen to it. It gets me kind of upset. Uh, you know, imagine if you had done like a tour in the Danang Valley. Or you you were at Hamburger Hill, or you know you done three or four tours in, in Vietnam and the shit, and you got all these people claiming they were there and you know they weren't. How do you feel about that? Well, that's pretty much the way I feel about anybody talking about the Montauk projects. Uh, when I first came on the scene, uh, that that dumb bitch over at uh, Camelot, uh, I forgot her name. The one that sings, the singing, the singing Camelot Queen. Uh, uh, but uh, she, she stopped talking about it when I came on the scene because she knew. And, and then she said something about uh, me and mine being uh, chingas or something. Uh, and we came in through Long Island, uh, totally ass backwards, totally ass backwards. But I'm going to leave this open and I want you to know that Amazon has destroyed my book sales from the very start they wouldn't let us advertise then Facebook wouldn't let us advertise nor would Twitter uh, no reasons were ever given we're just told we can't uh, can't advertise uh, uh, the book was immediately uh, I'm getting letters from Japan I'm getting emails from, from uh, Australia from Germany, uh, and I have the screenshots. They're back there when we published, uh, and they were telling people the book was not available. Uh, consequently, I sold under 500 copies of the book. But maybe about 100 or so of you that read it really know, understand, that that book is the Montauk Projects. 
and consequently to Babylon working. Now, my credentials. <laughs> Let's just talk about my credentials. Well, it started when I started writing for veterans today. And, I, you know, I, I, I told you, I, I, I was honest with you, so I, I know that, you know, I don't, my memories are, are, are uh, implants, some of them. Uh, I, I, I knew that when I started writing. Uh, I, I knew that, that that stuff on the beach with Flight 800 uh, was bad. It was really bad. And, and uh, so was the, uh, the that burning over at uh, the Brookhaven lab when the, I was confronted by the 100-year-old Chinese gentleman in a kimono. Uh, and another time, a guy came banging on my door. Uh, and somehow I remained asleep, even though my room was right by the door. I was at my mother's. It was actually my daughter's room. And uh, he was like, he wanted me. And uh, my mother told him uh, we, I wasn't there. This was a gated con uh, community, a condo. Uh, and he was fussing, and, and I, uh, he ruined my life. And, uh, and, and then he stormed off. And I never woke up through all this, which is amazing. I'm a very light sleeper. A freaking cat jumps on the floor and I wake up. But uh, I didn't wake up, luckily for him. Uh, he went to the uh, office uh, of the condo, the gated condo community, and uh, he pushed the secretary aside, and he went into their file cabinet, I guess, to see if uh, I was uh, listed as a resident there. And by then... Like 20 cop cars got there, I heard, and he was uh, he was let out of there in handcuffs. But uh, that's an incident that always stayed with me, mainly because I, I didn't wake up and he knew who I was. And I, I had no idea. So again, uh, I guess I've done some very, very bad things. And I, I said that right from the start. I told people, you know, people talking about white hats and black hats. There's no white hats here. There is. There isn't any. There's always some reformed black hats, and I was the leader of the reformed black hats on Veterans Today. And uh, what kept happening is Preston James kept busting into my comic section and telling me, I'm the ultimate insider. And I'm like, what, what the fuck is he talking about? And, you know, I started thinking about all this stuff. And uh, even how I was led there, I got the guy who really calls the NSA, really runs the NSA, calling me every day by now. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because this is going to be an open, uh, an open post. Uh, but <laughs> if you were to guess who who ran the NSA, and you were smart, and you knew it was run on nepotism, uh, or the whole military is run on nepotism, uh, and uh, who your family is, you would be able to guess who called me. Uh, I was, I was dumbfounded when I spoke with him. He's like, "What's the matter? Cat got your tongue? Uh, you know, you don't sound like who you're supposed to be." I grew into the job, my friend. Uh, and thanks to you, you briefed me uh, a lot of things. Everything you ever told me was the truth, unlike Gordon Duff, who lied to his teeth to me, uh, and. Uh, on, on several occasions. But he, he also told me the truth, too. Uh, you, know, you know, the first thing that man told me was, uh, the news is fake. The news is fake. You know, you know, 
five paragraph uh, letters. It was like a, an essay explaining to me what was going on and how uh, they have to create the news because the Untermensch need you know, a daily dose of opiates and uh, the news is something they created for the Untermensch. Now, his connections were with Adamus and uh, I did end up meeting the chairman of the board of Adamus. Uh, he was a German fellow. He remembered uh, the Diasophora, the German Diasophora after World War II. We had a dictator of German absent. He was in Australia. And uh, I, I, he was younger than me, I could tell. He had younger daughters than I did. Uh, somehow we all, always get two daughters, you know, all of us. Anyway, uh, I says to him, you know, uh, how do you remember the, 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 right after World War II? You're younger than I am. And he says to me, uh, well, every five years of yours is one year of ours. Now, this was Gordon Duff's boss, okay? And we, I know that from the comment section, from how he was handled in the comment section. He was calling himself D. Lifter Hunt, I believe. And he would say things, and then everything he said would be erased a little while later. And I was like, he was just talking to me. And, uh, you know, we had this thing one time with the comment section where, you know, he's just, I was writing about the DOS group, and I was talking about, uh, uh, and, and the two guys bust in. And uh, they said, uh, well, he, he uh, DOS was, wasn't much of a businessman, you know, and he insinuated he was an alcoholic. And uh, it turned out these were the two guys that owned DOS group, the largest construction company in Germany. They're similar to Betchel, but probably even more top secret. They built that Arab city that the Olympics were in. Anyway, uh, these are the two guys that bought it from him. And then Dietlef the Hun comes on, and he's defending me with these two guys. And they were like, they, 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 there was a celebrity on there. And uh, then they start asking about stock mergers on, on, in Europe and... Uh, I, I, you know, I couldn't believe what I was seeing in the comment section. Next day, it was all erased. It was all erased. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And, and then I ended up, uh, you know, he wrote me privately, and we, we talked on the telephone numerous times. He doesn't talk to me no more because, uh, you know, they've made an enemy out of me. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll get to me. Yeah, let's get to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comment uh, in uh, on the human from uh, uh, my friend Jackson Duffy, who brags, who bragged to me that he could crack the Java code on Patreon, and that I ought to fix that because that's what they were all doing. Obviously, he's in the military. He might even be the guy I was just talking about. And Jackson Duffy is a character, I believe, in, in uh, uh, was that, that 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 Brad Pitt movie, the Fight Club. Anyway. He says, you've got a shit-wrong voice for radio, George. Peace. Well, Jackson, I understand that I am not a polished uh, orator. I'm from fucking Brooklyn, okay? Uh, by way uh, of Copag, which is Brooklyn uh, East uh, on Long Island. Uh, I don't sound like my friend, Seraphim. This is extremely polished voice, and he could do radio or, or TV. I never intended on doing any of this stuff. Uh, you know, my, my cousin talked me into doing interviews. Uh, we did about four or five stage equations. They were really good. 
but then I noticed that the hit counter was running backwards on YouTube. Uh, that's the way it's always been with me. Well, not always. Not always. I shouldn't say always been with me. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what happened with VT. Now that we're into it. Uh, first of all, I wrote that behind the bush piece. Uh, and they uh, Gordon Duff told me, can I publish uh, six, seven, eight, or nine? It was a nine-part piece. So, uh, Gordon Duff went to Africa. He was selling him stealth balloons. And by the way, he was sending me back videos of him with like eight or ten huge Africans in $1,000 suits sitting in tiki bars in various African cities. Uh, so any of you that thinks he's a fake or a phony, uh, no. Well, Gordon Duff, was, uh, a lot of what he said was true about himself. That's not his name, I doubt it. Because uh, now I find out uh, Duff Gordon. Duff Gordon is the name of the guy who uh, survived the Titanic, the aristocrat. The only aristocrat that survived it that was on it. Uh, I, I suspect he was there to make sure Steed went down with it. But that will be in the book. But uh, uh, they, I was sent, I was sent, uh, I don't know who sent it to me. This is the way I get a lot of things. I was sent a, a, a bloodline uh, of, us, of the whole family, Duffs and the Gordons, and they go back to the Sinclairs. And I'm sure whatever Gordon Duff's real name is, probably Foot or whatever that other guy was claiming, uh, that's, that's his lineage and that's what he was using, that, that, that particular, uh, no, nobody uses their real name writing on the internet. Uh, that's why I made a Jack Hart. Right away, they went, they, 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 when I started commenting, I was commenting under a girl's name. I was like, what is this? And they were like, oh, oh, oh yeah, just comment under that. I was like, no, I comment under Jack Hart. Uh, I want you to know who I am. Uh, there were people on there, and there were other things on there, too, that were not people. Uh, and they were saying various things. And anybody who was in my comment sections, uh, Probably could have picked up a hell of a lot reading that, like I just told you with the, the guys from Adamus talking. And uh, all this, uh, there was a woman on there. She was uh, calling herself uh, Emma, Emma Yacht. Uh, and I come to find out in the three star system of Cyrus, the moon, the moon, the planet of woman, is Emma Yacht. And she was talking about uh, our, our alien overlords sometimes. Those comments will be immediately erased after a day. And our overlords, and everybody's answerable to somebody. Well, I'm not answerable to anybody. They've, they've had to find that out the hard way. Uh, what happened? Was, yeah, I was the star of the show. And we went through, a, uh, what was this? I, I went to Florida. Uh, they were basically putting me in a Petri dish, and they wanted to see what made me work. And what happened is they, they I think they got, what they got is a nuclear detonation in their faces. That's what they got. Because after that, I don't know if you guys, you know, watch uh, some movies that, that really matter. You know, I'll tell you another one, Dark City, Kiefer Sutherland's in it. It's about a guy who learns how to tune. Because after Florida, I had learned how to tune. And uh, I was very sure of myself. I mean, basically, it was like the DOD sees a ghost. That was another comment that was made on VT. This, this, somebody says, uh, well, I really must meet you. Like he was going to have me brought to him. Uh, uh, you know, like he's a tough guy. 
And uh, my answer was, that will be the sorriest day of your life. Uh, and that's ended up what it was for them. Uh, they put me with their best remote viewer. She was a uh, very pretty still. She was a uh, she was a backup singer for Thirty Eight Special. Uh, she was Ingo Swan's successor, and uh, they stayed in a house owned by the guy who was running the DOD at the Jacksonville Naval Base. Uh, the girl I was with, she was sending me semi CFR briefings every morning, uh, pictures of herself having uh, a drink and a laugh with. Uh, what is now King Charles? He was Prince Charlie then. But uh, yeah, they're all high up, high up on the pecking order. The first, yeah, by the way, I, I've told my readers uh, this is open. You, you know what? The book, first book, they had an extensive library there. But the first book I was handed was a copy of the Marquis de Sade. And uh, I read about 105 pages, 110 pages, and I handed it back to her. And I said, This man is obviously insane. I don't want to read anymore. She was very disappointed with that. But uh, she had targeted a famous terrorist, and that's to say their name. And they blew him up with a missile. Uh, and she was the one who targeted him for uh, through my remote viewing. And she, she was very proud of herself that she did this. I pointed out to her that the guy was probably a straw man, a nobody, and she murdered somebody for them. And uh, the same night, a special, she gets one channel on the TV. She's got like an aerial. She's too cheap to get a real TV. And what comes on with a special about the dead terrorist that night? And it shows him shooting an AK-47, which he didn't even, uh, I'm surprised he didn't hold the barrel to his eye. He had no idea how to shoot the goddamn gun. The guy was, a, he, he was some guy they dragged off a freaking street in Cairo and decked him out as a terrorist, and she saw that, and she was crying through the whole thing hysterically, and I just didn't say anything. I wrote about the lightning storm in Diane's little demonstration. Uh, I, I, frankly, I think they were trying to kill me, and uh, I was just jumping timelines, you know? He's dead. New timeline, boom. That's, what I think, what was going on. That's some guy there who used to train the uh, Special Forces guy. He's my friend, supposedly Rick. He used to train uh, guys in Afghanistan. They brought him back from Afghanistan. And he's hanging out with me, taking me fishing and shit. I'm thinking, hey, this guy's going to try to kill me. He can't. And he couldn't. Uh, and uh, when I left there, I, I remember sitting on the, in the, the veranda. Uh, it's outside. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. And I hear a noise from this, like, bamboo, uh, impenetrable bamboo woods in the back. Not a very big lot. It's only like a half an acre. And there's all, all cleared houses and yards. And, but there was something in there. And it was making noise. It sounded like a human trying to imitate a, a monkey or something. And it was definitely a human. And it was really loud. And so I sat there listening to this. And, you know, I, 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 I went and got a kitchen knife. And I thought about going into the bamboo woods and looking for it. But, you know, in Florida, everybody got guns. You know, we'll never bring a knife to a gunfight. So I just sat on the porch. I shined a magnum flashlight into the woods. I couldn't see anything. And uh, when I told her the next day, she's like, there's no such animal. I know there's no such animal. I was I lived in Merritt Island for six months. I, I know the floor and flora of Florida probably better than she did. But uh, yeah, there was no such animal. This was a human anyway, trying to imitate an animal. And anyway, then they get back. Rick, uh, by the way, Rick died of galloping cancer that nobody had any idea he had uh, like six months later.
should I give me a lion, old lion shirt? I guess what that made up for the things. Uh, and when I got back, I met the crew. Now, you're told, you're told that there's no such thing as gin. Uh, which do not leave a word of that. The Muslims know better. There's libraries written about the jinn. Uh, there are jinn. Uh, there are uh, shape-shifting magical creatures who live amongst us. And uh, this is my family. What, uh, uh, what, what, uh, oh, Cassidy, Kerry Cassidy was calling shingers. Uh, but I, I met, I met the family when I got back from Florida. Uh, and she introduced me to them all. She introduced me to them all. One of them is our good friend, Eve. Uh, uh, yes, he's, he's, uh, he's okay. He's like, I call him the Dutch Rasputin. Sometimes you don't understand what he's talking about, but he gets results. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I met the whole freaking family. And, uh, yeah, the only one that I get along with, actually, is her and Eve. And uh, E's mentor, Catherine, but I haven't heard from her in a long time. And of course, a rage, and, uh, a little witch, a crazed witch, who tried to imitate me and threw herself out of a fifth floor window or something, busted her leg. So she's recovering now, but let's see her name either. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't get along well with my family, the, the biological ones and well, they say we are all related in genetics and blood, including, by the way, my cousin, the Sage, uh, Tony, he's their cousin too. But in any case, uh, uh, we, we, we cross swords because one of them, the Swede, was the one who, who orchestrated 1989, or the entity that controls the Swede at least, uh, which uh, they call uh, the Turk. He's uh, Middle Eastern, as, as is shown in Legion, as is shown in Legion. And, uh, yeah, he screwed me out of my girl, man. And that's the reason I came here. And that's the reason this timeline's been manufactured. This is a synthetic timeline, okay? Now, back to the Montauk projects. My credentials. My credentials are that I spent every summer from 12 to 18 in Montauk, trolling under the radar towers and the tournaments of the full moon and various other striped bass and bull fishing charters and stuff like that. My father was a charter boat captain and my father, during the Korean War, was stationed at Camp Hero inexplicably for a year, over a year. And, uh, what happened is my mother uh, was in, in with all these uh, occult people. Uh, some J.J. Hurtaka, world famous. Uh, if you read uh, that book, uh, The Stargate Conspiracy, which, by the way, is uh, researched by Lynn Pickett, and she is one of the people I have, uh, I have a dime. I'll spare a dime for. She's not never plagiarized me, and she's a great researcher. One of the few who's never plagiarized me. But uh, they tell you who Jay Hurtop was. And uh, he, was, uh, he was running the Giza Plateau from the 70s till the, the end of the 90s. Uh, there's a book written about him by Sidney Sheldon. 
NSA agent. Uh, and he was sleeping with my mother before my father was even dead. I, I posted pictures of the booklets. Uh, love, you know, talking about love and stuff left to my mother on the cover. I wonder if his wife ever seen that. I've posted it in several places. I won't post it here. Uh, and uh, through, through them, I, I met Preston Nichols. And he starts telling me all this stuff. And I always knew my life was strange. That was obvious. Uh, all, the, all the weird shit I'd seen, particularly in East Islip, which it turned out that's where Preston Nichols is from. And that's where uh, the majority of the Montauk projects that he writes about took place. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you why, because there was a place, uh, Grumman and Fairchild, that was uh, right next to Hexer State Park by the lake. Uh, and it's, uh, it looked like state land, but it's no longer there. There's like a little shopping mall or something. But the building was uh, top secret then, and it was right next to the Great River train station. What a great name, huh? Great River? Does that, does that tell you anything? It should. Uh, and uh, I, I saw all that stuff in East Islip that I wrote about in the book. Um, and uh, I, uh, Preston Nichols connected the dots for me, more or less, you know. Uh, and uh, we would spend uh, many a night up above... Uh, the offices in, in uh, total health, and uh, just just shooting the shooting the shit. And uh, one time, me and my wife is up there with him, and you start talking about closing the portals because uh, to me, I seemed like they were wide open. And uh, how do we do this? Uh, and uh, he wanted us to have sex and use a machine that that uh, he would have to operate while we were having sex. And he said that that would could close the portals. My wife jumped up and ran out of, 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 of uh, three floors down the stairs and out onto the 24 Hempstead Turnpike. Uh, I had to run after her and carry her back. Uh, she called him a fat pervert. But that, that's kind of funny coming from her, seeing as uh, uh, she was into any kind of uh, outlandish uh, sex that you can imagine. I mean, the girl sold her own urine for a hundred dollars a pop from behind the bar and watched people drink it. Uh, she was constantly trying to drag people into the bedroom. Uh, so, no, that was a, was a very strange reaction out of her. But later on, I found out why. Uh, was that movie uh, contributed by Greg, where the guy's married to one of them? Yeah, her whole family was CIA. They're, they're like mind-controlled. But, this is a simulation, and my credentials to talk about the Montauk projects are unimpeachable, unimpeachable. And therein lies the project, a prob a problem. Because when I started to, because first, first we met, I met the family when I came back from Florida, and I, I wrote for them, I wrote for them, Lucifer in the Temple of the Dog. Uh, it's kind of funny. They were posting on Facebook comments, and she posted a Facebook comment on the second part uh, when Facebook comments were closed. And, and, and Rage was going nuts. He's like, how does she do that? Well, she can do anything she wants, including assume multiple shapes and multiple people. Uh, and uh, That's just the way it is. I'm sorry. If you really want to listen to rationalism, Hey, hey, Spinoza was a stupid Jew. Uh, their IQs don't go over 120. They range between 115 and 120 and almost never exceed that. Uh, 
you know, not a very bright people, and neither was Spinoza. You, know, you read somebody, you read George Berkeley, that was a guy who figured out quantum physics 300 years before Planck, Planck did. Uh, why would you read somebody like Spinoza? Slap, slap in your face if you're so stupid as to believe that. The materialistic Jew version of the world. Do you see where it's gotten you? Uh, this is not the way the world is. And they made a little three-part series, a three-season series, Legion. And yes, that's about me. I guess I was in their fucking chair. And I guess there was something, uh, something happened. And they decided that I am a danger to the whole world. Watch, watch this, watch Legion. You'll see what they, oh, I, I'm, I'm psychotic. I'm psychotic. Because they destroyed my life. I'm psychotic. No, I don't think so. Yeah, Happy Jack. They play it in the beginning. And they play it at the end. And Jack's not happy. Jack won't be happy until he gets his hands on the Swede, whether they be his ethereal hands or his flesh and blood hands. And he'll be happy, just like in Legion. He wasn't happy until the Turk is dead. Well, whoever is controlling the Swede, be it the Turk or whatever. Uh, you you you're you're in a fight you can't win, aren't you? know that now, right? You know that now. I'm enjoying every second of it. I have to tell you. But what happened with me with the writing career? Well, you know, they, they they might have even bought me off with some success, uh, not success that they were offering me. I guess that I'm not taking anything from them. All I want to hear out of them is a death rattle. But if they let me just speak, you know people and, and, and not, uh, well, what happened? Let me, I'm getting ahead of myself. I, I, I wrote Lucifer in the Temple of the Dog and it was addressed to them, to Jin. Uh, and then, you know, what's to do next? I don't like these motherfuckers. I want, you know, I want a war. I want a war. And by now I, I knew that I had a, 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 the uh, German Imperial Army that you don't know about behind me. I had the whole, uh, uh, legions of Alistair Crowley behind me. Uh, I want a war. I want a war. So I wrote Peter Pan meets Pyramid Head. Because uh, basically, when they stopped what was supposed to happen in 1989, they made themselves obsolete. You know, dudes, if you're listening to this, you've been obsolete since 1989. Do you understand that? This, this, this is a manufactured timeline. Uh, it was manufactured by the Germans because uh, in, 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 in the manuscripts, uh, the arousal of Leviathan, the uh, copulation between the male and the female Leviathan will bring down the whole world. Uh, the judgments on the scales of Leviathan will multiply and overwhelm the God of this world and destroy everything he's created. So what they did was create an alternate timeline and uh, they did this uh, with the use of Hyperborean technology, which was found by uh, Otto Rung in, in France. And uh, we'll go through that. I'll explain all that in the, the new book. Uh, it's fiction, don't you know? Uh, and hopefully they won't try to censor this one like the last one. I should have known they were going to censor I did, really, but I, I figured I'd give it a try anyway. But uh, 
In any case, I wrote the Peter Pan Meets Pyramid Head, which is an excerpt, so it includes a lot of some some of the stuff from the book, and explains explains me, and then they culminated it with Silent Hill, because now they are in Silent Hill, and I'm fucking Pyramid Head. And I don't have to tell you how that story ends, do I? But in any case, uh, after I wrote Pyramid, uh, uh, Peter Pan Meets Pyramid Head, it was on. Uh, somebody died at Nexus, I believe it was my my uh, editor. Uh, and Nexus would no longer talk to me. Their site, their internet site was knocked down for a month. Veterans Today was knocked down for weeks. Nobody could fix it. It was knocked down by professionals. Uh, and a close friend of mine from the book, Grace, she died. And uh, comments were made. And I told him, uh, I, I think I played Jackson, Jack, Jackson uh, Brown, was it? Uh, yeah. uh, in the, on the boulevard. Nobody rides for nothing. SHP has just reiterated recently. Nobody rides for free. You think you walk right by and you think you're safe or something. Yeah. <laughs> you're not safe or something. Uh, the whole thing was about, that's what they kept saying on VT, awaken the sleeper. So they got what they wanted. Uh, and that, 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 this, the, after that, I became anathema on the internet. Uh, uh, Google has purged me. I used to take up five, six pages. Uh, you just punched in Jack Hart, small case, single letter, a single word. I take up five, five, six pages of Google. Not a word about me. Now, now I'm a fucking, I'm a homosexual Disney anime, a washed up club singer, and some guy peddling vitamins on the West Coast. Really something, huh? You let your kids read Google, you think they're going to get educated? No, they're going to get stupefied. Yeah, it's stupefied. This whole internet's just oh, they, they bought satellite phones. They might turn off the internet. They ain't turning off the internet, you idiots. The internet is one of the ways they control you. It's one. It's almost as important as television, which is another way they control you. Uh, we are all trapped here, and I, I, I'm telling you, this is a synthetic. Uh, this is a hologram. It's a synthetic reality. It's a Sims game, and they fucked up in 1989, and now they're obsolete. So how is this game going to end? Well, we're ending it now. We're going to end it with this book, and hopefully when all is said and done, you're all going to be in a better world. Now, uh, since this post is going to be open, uh, yeah, some of you may be listening to this thing on this guy's crazy. <laughs> Go back and check your fucking history, you idiots. Uh, <laughs> it's all there. All, all the stuff's there. They've tried to erase a lot of it. It's all there. Check out who I am. My real name is George Esposito. Uh, I'm not lying about a thing. I don't have to lie. The truth is much stranger than fiction. Uh, and this is the truth. Uh, I, I am the truth. I hate to set myself up like some kind of icon of the truth, but I, I figured out when I wrote Peter Pan Meets Pyramid Head, that's why I wrote it, that what hurts them the most is the truth. So now they're going to die the death of a thousand cuts. Have a nice day.